Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Perrano. Each week we bring you an inspiring person or message. Today I talk to James Childs. We talk basketball, fitness, and internal happiness. This is part one of a two-part interview with James. Let's dive right in. All right, so James, where did you grow up? Oh, man, long story. So uh, I grew up all over California, pretty much. Right. Um, I lived in 45 cities by the time I was in fifth grade. 45 cities? Yeah. Now, how tough was that? Not only as a young man and a kid, but dealing with having to try to play ball. It was hard because I was never on the same team or played for the same program or same coaches or... Uh, same friends? No, never. So I just bounced around city to city. Why was that? Um, <laughs> interesting story. So my dad had a gambling problem. Come to find out, Pops was always being chased around for money owed. And... For safety precautions, my mom would move us, you know, as quick as possible to kind of get me out of harm's way and make sure that I, I wasn't gonna, anything wasn't gonna happen to me. So I found this out, you know, probably like two years ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. My whole life, I've been wondering why we move so much, and I could never figure out why. Right. And I started doing my own interviews and asking family members questions, and right. my dad would never be upfront with me. Ask my mom, my grandmas, and all their stories lined up, and then my dad's story was like, oh, I don't know what they're talking about, blah blah blah. <laughs> so uh, when I finally found out, you know, the real reason, um, I really didn't have stability until I moved to Hawaii. So, right, I remember you saying you did yeah. go to Hawaii. You talked about Hawaii a lot with me the first time. Yeah. I met you. So my sophomore year, well, going into my sophomore year, end of freshman year, I moved to Maui. And I lived okay. there from ninth grade to 12th grade. Okay, so that was your high school. Yeah. That was like your indulgence yeah. into basketball, right, yeah. I would say? Yeah. Right? I mean, most of the time it's junior high. Yeah. You're kind of getting some skill development. You're starting to kind of get a, gain a passion for something. But in high school is probably your meat. Yeah, and high school was rough. I went to five high schools on one island. So, Whoa, yeah. why was that? Could never find home, you know what I mean? And I was so used to bouncing around from place to place when I lived in California. When I went to Hawaii, I did the same thing. And it wasn't necessarily because we were moving all the time. I just really didn't find, like, security anywhere. Because now, you know, I was used to doing that. Same thing right. in my pro career, you know. Um, I bounced around team for team. I never really got to, like, find a home and pursue the, the business side of, of basketball like I, I should have. So what influenced you in basketball? Like, when did that happen? Was that junior high, high school? I mean, um, No, I took my first dribble at two years old. And I've been playing ever since. Okay. Yeah, that was probably the only gift my dad ever really gave me. So your dad was your biggest influence in that? Correct, yeah. He's the one that taught you everything. Yep. So even though you guys moved from state to state, city to city, as they would say, yeah. he was the reason. Yeah. your coach, yeah. your influence, your reasoning yeah. behind everything. Yep. He was he was the one that's telling you, let's go outside, you got to shoot, let's dribble, let's 
do skill work. Let's yeah. He was like, okay. here's a ball. Go outside and don't come back in until you learn how to drill with your left hand. Yeah. Right. That kind of training, yeah. Okay, so he was more of the go-do, not showing you. Yeah. Right. Okay, so you kind of had to, basically you had to train yourself. He was just basically get out there, learn with your left, learn with your right. Yeah. Learn to go between your legs. Yep. Shoot 100 yep. jump shots or 500 jump shots and don't come back until you have perfect form. Pretty much. Yep. So, what players did you mimic or watch? Um, the, I never really had cable growing up, so I never watched basketball, to be mm -hmm. honest. The only player I ever watched was my dad play growing okay. up. And believe it or not, he tried out when the NBA had the lockout back in the day. I'm not sure the time frame. He actually tried out to play on the team. He played at Cal State Northridge for five years. Okay. I uh, redshirted one year and played four and then he played for Simi Valley High School before that. So he was pretty big in basketball, and had he not lose his direction a little bit, he probably would have done some, some big things. But that was who I grew up watching for forever. Okay. And uh, to stem off from that, you know, he was a huge Laker fan, so I used to watch, like, the Lakers and stuff like that when he would take me at my grandpa's or something like that. They'd have, like, huge Laker parties and all that kind of stuff growing up. But never really did I choose a player to you know kind of shadow until I was probably in uh, third grade we, we started to have you know more VHS a little TV stuff like that Pete Maravich was my my go-to guy okay. still is you know yeah. for a lot of things so I feel that his knowledge and training is where everyone else is at now yeah he was the original guy oh he had yeah, yeah phenomenal skill work yeah yeah fundamentals with the ball and like even jason williams you know white chocolate yeah. or like uh you know uh, the professor all those guys yeah. i feel that he was the original and now they're taking what he's been doing for the last you know 50 years and yeah. now they're trying to do, recreate it and right. trying to make it their own style when originally we you know we got it Show yeah. credit where credit's due. I, I hear you. <laughs> so this emotional roller coaster you had in high school growing up in, uh, was it Maui? Yeah. How, how did you go from a guy playing at five different high schools yeah. for a span of four years to going straight out of high school and going to pro? Um, how, I mean, how does that work? It was a really big challenge because, uh, believe it or not, my sophomore year I was done playing basketball. I had uh, went up for a... I got a steal at half court, went weak side, left side, went to dunk on the guy, a big football guy in Maui. There's, you know, the guys yeah, big, play yeah. both sports, you know. Yeah. He clipped me and dislocated my left leg. I had hip surgery four weeks later and uh, found out I've had hip cancer my whole life because growing up, uh, I'll add to it a little bit, I was never really to play basketball to maximum because I always had a tumor in my hip. So whenever I'd run or do certain exercises, it would lock up or it would become stiff or really in, in pain. Right. And I couldn't do or perform like everyone else. Right. Uh, upper body was cool, you know what I mean? I was able to shoot and do the layups and the mic and drill and hop on one leg and all that kind of stuff. But when it came to actually full playing and development, I never, right. never really got a chance because I always had that problem. Had they found it when I was younger, it probably wouldn't be as bad as it was. But my sophomore year was life-changing for me that's when I knew for the first time that my gift was an actual gift and not a curse you know because I 
for a while was playing basketball to please my dad. I wasn't doing it because it was my passion or my calling. I felt it was like him, you know, I want you to play, I want you to do this, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, so around my sophomore year, I really got focused and I was, I was praying and asking God for a long time for clarity on, is this my calling and actually what I'm called to do? And all I heard was, yes, yes, be patient. I'm like, bro, I'm paralyzed now, and I can't do anything. So, you know, not being able to walk, run, jump, you know, kind of looked impossible for me. And uh, I spent about 18 months in physical therapy, about five hours a day, five days a week. And uh, I was able to make a comeback at the end of my senior year. Now, the coaches at my different high schools knew how good I was when I first got there and from the school I left, so they let me be on the team. Right. Um, I would show up in a wheelchair and help out, you know, give water, high right. fives, and, and, and try to bring the more positive energy side of things. Playing, I wasn't able to do so much. Right. But at the end of my senior year, uh, I went to one school, and they were supposed to have a basketball team, and then they didn't. And then when I went there, they were like, oh, well, you can pick any school you want to play for on the island. I was like, all right, I want to play for Maui High because that was the best team on the island. Okay. And yeah, tournament, I used to play in that. Yeah, <laughs> a really good school, yeah. really good school. Um, basketball program's always yeah. been good. And uh, the school I was going to lied, and they weren't able to deliver, so I ended up having to leave and transfer to Maui High. By the time I got there, it was too late in the season like uh, the summer schedule so yeah. I never really got to play in a game but I was on the team right. and uh, I just I had a hunger I'd make a few trips back and forth for uh, Michael Jordan flight school every year after that um, up until graduating I, I went about four different camps I went to a Nike camp I went to a Jordan camp Adidas camp a Fila camp they had one back in the day and um when I went to the camps, I was doing really well. A lot of colleges were wanting me to play, wanted me to play, but uh, never offered me a full scholarship. Uh, it was always, oh, yeah, you can come. Out-of-state tuition's like 10 times the amount as a local guy, but you're going to end up paying, you know, maybe 200 grand, but you can still play on the team. <laughs> and it's like, uh, I just didn't have the understanding or the nobody actually mentored me along the way, uh, which is what I feel like. I'm called to do now right. and why I went through all the different crazy aspects yeah, the of the roller coaster the emotional roller coaster yeah so after going through all these camps wh where did you end up you said you went and played pro where, where, did, where did you end up I went to Sac State first when I got back to California in 2004 and uh, a couple buddies of mine that were at Sac State they were like oh they have Clippers are having a tryout blah 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 you can go try out at the Long Beach Pyramid or whatever I had no freaking clue what that was I'd never been over there so a couple friends of mine we went down there I took a bunch of my family I tried out cost me 2500 bucks you know coming out of high school it's a pretty good chunk of change yeah and I'm like it's worth chasing my dream so I paid the 2500 tried out made the team uh, played NBA Summer League for the Clippers played like 30 games, got injured, uh, re-injured my hip again, and uh, I fractured some kind of like bone and ligament and all kind of different stuff. So I sat out and about, you know, about six months, and uh, I felt good enough to come back, and I tried out for a CBA team. Okay. And then I bounced around from CBA teams to ABA teams, and I went to uh, the JBL, okay. um, played for the IBL, and then I tried out for the Knicks the following year. 
and uh, I, I made the team again, did pretty well, and then I got hurt again. And I was like, man, it's like every step I would go, there would be some kind of hurt, some kind of letdown, you know right. what I mean? Some type of hurdle you have to go through. Yeah. Some type of obstacle. Okay. Yeah. And um, where did you get that true grit to overcome all that? I think it's because I was already stable in my working environment. I was already a contract doing security and stuff, making good money. So basketball wasn't about money for me, which, sad to say, the game is all about now. That's all yeah. it is. You know, yeah. I was watching something the other day about Penny Hardaway and, and Shaq, and uh, their beef and falling out was over five million bucks. Yeah. And all those rings that Kobe got, Penny would have got had they swallowed their pride and right. and and did you know played for the love of the game like they supposedly came into the league playing for yeah. not for money you know I realized everyone has to make money or whatever it's a job but I mean greed is is the downfall to every great well, empire uh, and, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> I agree. I yeah for me agree. that's that's pretty much it like I just I knew I was already I had money my parents had money um, I was I didn't grow up poor, you know right. what I mean. Uh, my mom worked really hard and my dad worked really hard, so I knew I had you know some kind of platform. If if I failed to fall back on, kind of helped. But I just kept going until I you know I played a few more seasons, and uh, I got cut a couple times and I just kept going, you know. Uh, uh.